All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey, live every weekday at noon Eastern. Happy holidays, hockey fans. Just six days until Christmas. Welcome in to a big week of Daily Faceoff Live. Tyler Uremchuk and Mike McKenna with you for 30 minutes of Hockey Talk. Mike, you all ready to go for Christmas or are you going to be scrambling every day this week, making trips to the mall, making sure you got everything bought? The only thing I'm scrambling for is to make sure I can buy enough Christmas lights. They go at like 50% off of this next week leading up to Christmas, and I want my house to be full Griswold. So um, I, I have no qualms about that. The presents are all ready to go, and I hope people are used to seeing me because I'm on four days this week, Tyler. It's an exciting one here at DFO. Yeah, and it's going to be back-to-back your Remchuk and McKenna days as well. So let's giddy up and throw two minutes and 30 seconds up on the clock and start with one of the more fascinating divisions in the NHL, and that's the Metro where, I mean, it seemed like it was the Devils to lose for a while. They had that big 13-game heater earlier in the season, and now things are really tightening up. And a part of that is the Carolina Hurricanes just being the model of consistency. They've only lost back-to-back games in regulation once this entire season. They've now gone 11 straight games without a regulation loss. And if you remember a week ago, Mike, we sat here on DFO Live and we teed up a big game between the Rangers and the Devils. And I said, they could be a turning point for the New York Rangers. Well, it certainly has. They beat the Devils that night. They're now on a seven-game winning streak. The Devils, on the other hand, they've lost five in a row, three of them in regulation. What do you make of the Metro right now? Well, it's tight, obviously. I mean, you've got these three clubs between the Devils, Canes, and Rangers. They're three points apart, you know, and the Penguins are right behind them as well. So uh, I'm not sure how it's going to all shake out, but I think when you look at it, 
the first thing that comes to my mind, Tyler, is that you have to look at the goaltending of these clubs. And the Rangers and Canes have been getting outstanding netminding. Igor Shishjurkin's been fantastic for the Rangers. And Pyotr Kachekov, man, this guy's not going back to the American League anytime soon. He's been awesome for the Canes. Both those goaltenders have stopped over 93% of shots in December. Um, so that's number one. Vanacek, the goaltender for the Devils, he's got an 875 in December. That's the first thing I look at. Now, why is that happening? Well, you know, the Rangers, I think five on five, ever since Gerard Gallant threw the lines in a blender, he put Kako up on the top line, Lafreniere, mixed things around with Kreider as well. That team's been really good five on five. They've scored 23 goals. That leads the NHL. Um, the Devils just haven't been there defensively. They've, they've, and I think they've been frustrated with their offensive side of the game. And it's made them start to really press Tyler. They're throwing pucks away. They haven't managed the puck well. They've been beating themselves. And like you said, the Canes are just so consistent, man. Like even with Sebastian Ajo out of the lineup, they just keep trucking. Like four lines worth. They're going to get Pacioretty back. Brent Burns looks like he's the horse that he usually is on D. So I don't know, man. This I think the Metro is pretty wide open at this point. Yeah, I, I really think it is. And the Rangers, I mean, when you get Igor Shesterkin going on a run like he is right now, he's been in net for six of these seven wins, and his save percentage has been better than 955 in four of those games. 955, that's crazy. And I, I like the point you brought up about where they're getting scoring from as well, because the big guns over this win streak, Trocek, Zabanejad, Panarin, they're all averaging a point per game or more. But then you have Lafreniere with six points. Kako, he's got four goals as well. So the Rangers may be saying, hey, don't forget about us in that conversation. But man, the Canes, if they get Pacioretty back and it's 30, 40 goal pace Pacioretty, they could be a force to be reckoned with in the Eastern Conference. We're staying in the Metro for this next one, but... And this team has been nowhere close to a playoff spot, never mind the top of the division. And it's been nothing but drama for the Philadelphia Flyers, Mike. And that continued this weekend as John Tortorella scratched their, their team's leading scorer. It's a puzzling move. He's got 29 points in 31 games. And this is a team who it's not like they've been losing because they're just bad defensively. They can't score. They are only averaging 2.41 goals per game. That's 30th in the NHL. Mike, can you make any sense of why John Tortorella would scratch a team's leading scorer when the team itself really can't score much? Well, because Torch is trying to set a, send a message here. I just don't know if that this is the fight that you want to pick with your leading scorer. And whether Torch likes Hayes or not, it's pretty apparent he doesn't like how he plays. Okay, I mean, I'm sure as people, they're fine. But this is the third time that he's effectively benched him. You know, it's not just healthy scratching. He's had Hayes miss extended periods of time during games as well. So... You know, this is a contract that was signed by Chuck Fletcher, the GM of the team. He brought in Hayes. He targeted him as a free, you know, to bring him in. Where does that battle lie? Why is Torts going after Hayes in this scenario, right? You're trying to set the tone. You're trying to prove to your team this is how we have to play. We have to do things my way to make it work. I've got to look at the big picture, what this team's going to be, what the standard is, how we have to play. I got to tell you what, though, man, healthy scratching to guys just like bag skating a player. It doesn't work, Tyler. Like, and I hate to say that. It's just the reality of today. And I mean, Keith Yandel defended Hayes pretty, uh, pretty extensively uh, in social media. And you know what? I kind of agree with Yandel on this one. I, I don't think Torts is picking the right battle here, especially for a team that just doesn't have the talent to compete. I don't think there's any way around that. And I think Hayes is going to be there. So you need to get him going. I don't think benching him is the right way to do it. I appreciate both sides of this, but I'm taking the player on this one, Tyler. If we look at it from the angle of, well, maybe Torts is trying to send a message to the rest of the room that, hey, like no one's safe. You, you doesn't matter how much you make, how many points you have, you can be sat if you're not bringing up the play 
as a former player, Mike, if you were in that room, would you be sitting there going, okay, I'm on edge now. I got to play better. Would you be like, what is this clown doing sitting our best player tonight? Well, that's the hardest part. I think it flips around and you're just like, man, enough of this. Like there's a certain point where a coach can cross that line where it's just too much. And you're just looking around going, all right, dude, whatever, man, we're already having a miserable season. Now you're scratching our healthy, your best player, like a guy that everybody loves in that locker room. And I think there's people out there, Tyler, are going to sit and listen to this on their behind their Twitter keyboard and go like, whatever, they're coddled, they're soft these days. Blah, 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 blah. We should just bag skate everybody. And like, all right, why don't you just, you know, spank players while you're at it and see how that works. <laughs> so I just, it doesn't work, dude. Like, and I think it's, I think Torch has a, running a, a real risk here of pressing too hard and just turning that locker room completely off. Yeah, uh, things are not going well in Philly, and that is a player who was signed for a long time and a coach who was signed for a long time. So it'll be a fascinating story to keep an eye on. Uh, back to the positive side of what we saw this weekend. How about Kirill Kaprizov hitting 200 points, the fourth fastest active player to ever hit the, or to hit that mark? And you also look, man, he did it quicker than Connor McDavid, which is crazy when you think about the start to Connor McDavid's career as well. But Kaprizov establishing himself as one of the premier scorers and point producers in the NHL. And it's crazy to think he was drafted way back in 2015, and it took him basically five years to finally make his NHL debut. But Mike, there is no debating that Kirill Kaprizov is the straw that stirs the drink for the wild. And lately, things have been going pretty well for that team as well. Yeah, and I think it makes Billy Guerin pretty happy here, too. I mean, remember after Kaprizov's rookie season, he had a really good year, okay? He had 51 points in 55 games, 27 goals. But he signs a five-year deal at $9 million per, Tyler. And, man, that raised eyebrows because everybody's going, is this guy really for real? One year, mm -hmm. shortened season. Can he really keep this up? Well, Billy Guerin knew what he was doing because Kaprizov's been even better than that. He is one of the top players that I take clips from to show our squirts on how you compete for pucks. Like Caprizov's 5'10", but he plays 6'3 to me. He's so heavy on the puck. He competes so hard for it. He goes to the net, uh, follows his own rebounds. He has all those little intangibles. And then you mix that in with the fact that he's got great hands. He's got great moves. And he even got love on the top five one-timers article I put out last week from an NHL goaltender. So he's got a really diverse skill set. But key point to this, Tyler, that I think is underestimated, the duo between Kaprizov and Zuccarello. They're second best in the NHL points-wise behind only McDavid and Dreisaitl. They've been on the ice for 28 goals, wild goals this year that they've each had a point on. So there you go. They're a magic combination. Uh, and, and I'm sure that wild locker room knows just how important it is to have Zuccarello feeding the puck to Kaprizov. Yeah, and I love the point you brought up about Kaprizov's compete level as well. I think when he signed that deal, a lot of the criticism was from people who maybe didn't watch him play a lot of hockey and just thought, oh, Russian score, like this could be a flash in the pan, but you watch him and man, this guy plays hard and I love your line about he plays like he's five inches bigger than he really is and the Minnesota Wild have now rattled off five straight victories, 8-2-0 and in their last 10 games, Mike. Could this team maybe keep this rolling and become a threat to win the Central or is this maybe a more of a middle of the pack group that's just on a heater? No, I think this team is pretty for real. I don't know if they can win the Central, but I like Minnesota. I think it helped when they brought Reeves in. It helped the fun factor. It helped the grit level. They're doing interviews with shirts off, and they're getting really good goaltending. We're going to touch on that in a little bit later here in the blue paint.
Yeah, we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, Eric Carlson also hit a milestone over the weekend. He boosted his career totals to 701 points in 871 games played. He becomes the 12th fastest defenseman in NHL history to hit the 700-point mark, and he is the first blue liner to reach the milestone in fewer games, or the only D-man who's hit the milestone in fewer games was Brian Leach, who did it in 725 games. Uh, what a run from Eric Carlson, who got off to that crazy start this year. And I think there was... A lot of us were sitting there going, okay, this is great, but he's playing on a bad team, and is he going to be able to kind of keep this going all season? And he's still top 10 in league scoring right now, Mike. It's an incredible year from Carlson, and it also just, this is a nice moment to look back on a great career, a guy who really is one of the best offensive D-men we've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, and I love the fact that he's pushed back on any idea of him retiring anytime soon. You know, it wasn't too long ago, a couple of weeks, he told Elliot Friedman, I think it was straight up on national TV, man, I'm not done. <laughs> you know, he just told him to, to shelve any thoughts of him retiring. Um, and, and I think the graphic that we showed first was really important, especially with Borja Salming passing away earlier this year. He really paved the way for the next generations of Swedish defensemen. Look at Nick Lidstrom, okay? Eric Carlson's on the list, Victor Hedman. Now we're seeing Rasmus Dahlin, a former first overall pick, a defenseman who's really coming into his own for the Buffalo Sabres. There's such a lineage to what Salming did for these players. And, you know, with, with Carlson, I think it's, he's had those magical runs with those senators where he kind of willed that club deep into playoffs. I'd love to see him have the chance to do that again, because in San Jose, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, so you have to wonder, we've talked about it all season, what the trade market trade value may be like. Um, but this is a guy who's produced at the highest points per game rate of any Swedish defenseman in the history of the league, Tyler, 80% of games, like just incredible the pace that he's been on. Yeah, eighth in scoring in the NHL. And I mean, that ticket is a big one for any team who's willing to take it on. But you know you'd be getting them without having to give up very many assets. Maybe you have to give up something so the Sharks keep a little bit of money. But they're... I, I just think as this year goes on, there's going to be more and more teams, more and more front offices that start to sit there and go, no, he's back and, and we're ready to maybe give him eight million bucks maybe san jose only has to keep mm -hmm. three and a half million to bring this guy into the fold because i mean he's proven he can come back from the injuries and i, I know injuries are a tough thing especially yeah. when a player is getting up into their mid-30s but with carlson like the natural talents there that i think eventually mike a, a gm's gonna sit there and be like i'm pulling the trigger on this because i think he can help me win now and next year and maybe even the year after that yeah, and the key parts, he's healthy, man. He's he, If you're not there health-wise, you can't do it. He is. And I do think, though, man, if you're going to bring him in, you got to let him go. He's a peacock, man. You got to let him fly. He's got to take up all the air he needs. Him and, him and Burns together, that didn't work. You just let Carlson do his thing. Couple of pieces of breaking news today from the NHL. Just as our show started, the Toronto Maple Leafs traded Dennis Malgin to Colorado in exchange for Dryden Hunt. Elliot Friedman, the first one on that. Also earlier this morning, the Edmonton Oilers and goaltender Stuart Skinner agreed to terms on a three-year contract with a $2.6 million cap it. We'll have a little bit more on, on that in the blue paint. Let's get into it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The blue paint, as always, delivered by our friends at DoorDash going inside the world of goaltending with the former NHL goaltender Mike McKenna. And we talked about Kirill Kaprizov in the Minnesota Wild. How about the season that Philip Gustafson is having picked up in the Cam Talbot trade? He has been lights out for the Wild. Mike, what do you like about his game? Well, I like that he's winning, first off, and I like that he's really come into his own in the NHL and kind of at his own pace, okay? Gus and I were teammates with the Belleville Senators in his first year pro, and I was there for about a month or so with him. And he was really methodical in his approach to goaltending, which in other words means slow, okay? Like he would just casually go through movements in practice. He made sure his technique was good. And um, at the time, I thought, man, this kid needs some urgency. Like this is North America. This isn't the Swedish game. You can't sit back and relax. And... You know, it took a couple of years in the America League of okay play for him to get a chance in the NHL with the Senators more out of by default. They needed a goalie and he has, goes up and plays. But I think those NHL minutes that he spent with the Senators over the last two seasons kind of gave him a taste of what it's like. You know, it gave him that carrot, like what he needs to strive for, the urgency he has to play with. Uh, and then his American League game took off. And now this looks like a great trade because Gustafson can be there. Uh, pretty much as long as the Wild won. I know he's, you know, his contract's not long, but Fleury's got one year left after this year. Jesper Wallstadt's coming along, another uh, Swedish goaltender. So it's a great move by Billy Garen. He's 6-0 in his last six starts, 945 save percentage, 148 goals against. That's leading the NHL over that span. Um, so basically what's going on here, Philip Gustafson looks like the second round pick that he was in 2016 by the Pittsburgh Penguins. It took him a couple teams to get to the NHL. Um, but right now he's pushing Marc-Andre Fleury, future Hall of Famer for playing time in Minnesota. And as Dean Evison, the head coach of that club says, that's a good thing. Yeah, it absolutely is a good thing in today's NHL. You need two goalies in the wild look like they could have it thanks to the emergence of Gustafson, who made some interesting comments the other week about his time in Ottawa, comparing it to the state of the team in Minnesota as well and i know our friends at coming in hot with brent wallace and bobby ryan they had uh and jason york they had some interesting rebuttals to that as well bobby did in particular so check out coming in hot on youtube as well if you want some sense talk uh linus allmark i don't think a lot of people would have predicted at the beginning of the season that allmark was going to be a guy showing up on a bunch of vesna trophy ballots but damn it mike he just might at the end of the season mm-hmm Man, he's been so good for the Bruins. And I think that you can just look at his raw numbers and say, hey, the Bruins are fantastic. Whatever, man. We just needed a warm body. Uh, it's more than that with Olmark. He's 17-1-1 on the season, 938 save percentage. And the advanced numbers also back that up, Tyler. He's sitting third in moneypuck.com's 
uh, goals saved above expected ranking, which we all put a lot of stock into that. And I think that's rightfully so. But where I really look to see how a goalie is playing is the delta between him and his goalie partner. Now, Jeremy Swayman hasn't been terrible for the Bruins, but Olmark to Swayman, dude, it's been one less goal per game with Olmark in the net. And that's been the difference. That's why Olmark is playing all the games there. Um, and, and I think you what, you know, you look at him, it's the second year of a four-year deal at a five million cap hit. And everybody kind of raised their eyebrows at that as well, thinking, wow, is Olmark really worth this? Like, well, I could have told you, yeah, because he was playing for the center, the Sabres before. He was underappreciated. Um, but I think the biggest difference in his game is that now he's really realized he doesn't have to force the issue like he did with the Sabres. He doesn't have to do everything. He's not out of his crease. He's letting the game come to him and he's in a good headspace too. There's a great article that came out uh, in the last couple of days from Emily Benjamin at NHL.com that just went over the struggles that Allmark's faced. You know, his dad battled alcoholism and eventually passed and, and how hard that was. And, uh, and he was kind of a late bloomer. And I think that he didn't have the structure growing up in Sweden that a lot of Swedes did. I think that's helped him in the North American game because Olmark has great hands. He doesn't just rely on technique. Uh, he's kind of that perfect balance for me, Tyler. Great stuff. He really is one of the best stories going in the NHL this season. Another great story is the Seattle Kraken. And if you would have told me early in the year, Mike, or before the season started, that the Kraken would be second in the Pacific, I would have said, man, we're probably getting a big bounce back from Philip Grubauer. But it hasn't happened. Take us behind the scenes and maybe explain why Grubauer has struggled for the Kraken. Well, it comes down to this, Tyler. I've got a couple clips for us to show. And I think more than anything, Grubauer just has a tendency that he can't get rid of to attack the shot. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily just the shot. It's also when the puck gets passed, uh, Grubauer isn't able to, to adapt to that. So, you know, hopefully we can run a couple clips here. They're going to show this, but Grubauer for me, some tech this difficulties season, on that, but. so that's, so basically what's going on is that Grubauer, he sets his feet when he feels like the shot's coming, he's moving forward into the shot. And what makes that really tough is that the puck effectively bounces back off you. You lose your crease because you're now outside the blue paint. Any rebound opportunity, any backdoor opportunity, it's a wide open net. Goaltenders that plant their feet and stay stationary or even have a little bit of backward flow or edge release as that shot comes, they have a chance to make these saves on the backside. They can control rebounds better. And Grubauer right now in December, he's played the bulk of the game for the Kraken. He's, but he's got an 882 save percentage on the season so far here. And it's you're at the point where Kraken are th just hanging on to third place in the Pacific. And they need yeah. better goaltending because Jones is at an 888 on the season. He's And he's winning games, though. That's the thing. Jones was. But if the Kraken are going, anywhere, gonna, going to go anywhere, they need Grubauer to overhaul that game. I haven't seen a change to it. I'd just love to see him accept that puck because right now these layup goals – they look like there's nothing he can do, but there is. And you'll watch the top goalies in the league and they're getting to some of those saves and some of those making, you know, getting to some of those shots. We got a little bit of extra time. So let me throw this one your way. Stuart Skinner in Edmonton gets the three-year deal, $2.6 million, committing to his hometown team for the next number of seasons. What do you make of that extension? A uh, key part for me is it runs him right to the edge of unrestricted free agency. Mm -hmm. So I think he took a little bit less money given the rate of goalies right now. To me, he's a $3 million plus goaltender the way contracts have gone. But now he's going to get to control his destiny, destiny in a couple of years. And I think it also says, hey, you guys got to figure out what you're doing with Jack, with Jack Campbell, because Campbell's got four more years after this. Uh, and I think that that's pretty important for Skinner to be in a place where he can choose his destiny and for the for the Oilers as well. So now they have... What is it, Tyler? Just under $8 million committed to goaltenders. That's a palatable number. 
So that works for both sides and Skinner gets to stay in his hometown and hopefully continue the level of play that he's shown, which has really uh, been a positive for me. Yeah, I, I love that analysis, and I think it really is a win for each side here. Edmonton gets a little bit of cost certainty for the next few seasons as well. And like you said, Skinner, hey, if he keeps playing the way he has, and if he shows he's a number one over the next couple of years, then he'll be in line for a big payday basically as soon as he could possibly get it in his first year of UFA eligibility as well. The Oilers in Nashville have a little bit more on that matchup in my points bet daily bets. But Mike, that was a fantastic edition of the blue paint as always delivered by DoorDash. You see the promo code game day 25, 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. Moving along to our daily face-off inbox question, hashtag AskDFO. Mike, we were going to talk about some young players that were that have maybe caught our eyes early in the season, but tonight's the NHL trade freeze. We already saw one move, so we're doing a quick little pivot here. Is there any team around the league that you're looking at and thinking, hey, we could use a big shake-up there with uh, the trade freeze looming at midnight tonight? Yeah, we got a little taste of it with Denny Malgan and, and Dryden Hunt being traded, both former teammates of mine. Ironically, we were all teammates together within the Florida Panthers organization. Now they get swapped out. But my eyes are on the Pacific, Tyler. I think you look at Edmonton, not Edmonton as much as Calgary and Vancouver. Those are the two clubs, Calgary, Vancouver. I, I don't know if there's going to be trades, but you always wonder if somebody gets sent down or something weird happens around this time of year. It, it's it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um wouldn't rule it out for either of those clubs, even Los Angeles, with the way that team's been kind of floundering a little bit, players up and down. I, I'd look to the Pacific. How about you? Yeah, I'm going to stay in the Pacific. And really, I don't think teams will be looking at tonight as a firm deadline. We're like, oh, we need to do something now or else our season could be lost. But the yes, Yarvi thing in Edmonton is top of mind for me, not just because I'm in Edmonton, but that seems like the one guy around the league who's the most disgruntled, if I could say that. And we know the Oilers are, are looking to move on from the uh, former th- fourth overall pick back in 2016 so if there is one that's going to happen maybe it's that but Mike I mean they put in the roster freeze so guys don't have to be worried about getting traded over the holidays when they're spending time with their family but it'd still be kind of garbage if you moved a guy like right now six days before Christmas still isn't a great look yeah you know it's also garbage is moving a guy right after the break when they've just seen their family and they think they're going to be with them for a month in a hotel um wait I think I just described something that happened to me. Anyway, go on. Please move on. Let's go on. <laughs> yeah, we won't <laughs> no dwell more on that. Stories we'll, get to our, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to our points bet daily bets instead today as well. A whole bunch of players lined up for tonight's slate because it's a busy one. So let's dig into it, courtesy of our friends at Points Bet Canada. I'm starting with a matchup between the Habs and the Coyotes where that over-under is set at an even six and it's paying plus 100. I am all over this spot. The Habs have had at least six total goals in six of their last 10 and in back-to-back games. The Coyotes have seen their total go over six and a half in seven of their last 10 and in back-to-back games. So I think this is a great spot here down in Tempe, Arizona to take the over in that matchup. And up top there, you see the Oilers taking on the Predators. We know Leon Dreisaitl owns the Nashville Predators, and you can get even money betting on him to go over a point and a half tonight. It's easy. The guy's got two five-point games against Nashville already this season. The Oilers' power play dominates the Predators, and I think even if the Oilers don't win, Dreisaitl should be able to pick up a couple of points because that's all he does when he plays the Nashville Predators. Also, I'm going to be taking the Bruins on the puck line this evening at plus 135. If Linus Allmark is starting, I love this spot. The Bruins 16-0-2 
on home ice. That is unbelievable. And they're taking on a Panthers team with just seven wins in 17 road games. Brutal on the road. So those are my three plays loaded up. Also, the shot props I'm targeting tonight are Zach Hyman, Taylor Hall, and Rasmus Dahlin. All of those guys have hit it in four of their last five, and all those are paying out better than minus 130. So those are great spots for me. Let's wrap this up with a little garbage time, Mike. What did you find from over the weekend? Oh, man. The war of words between Jacob Truba, the captain of the New York Rangers, and Andreas Athanasiu of the Chicago Blackhawks. Man, this has been brewing for a little while after Truba absolutely annihilated Athanasiu in open ice uh, a few games back. <laughs> Athanasiu went on to say, hey, if, if Truba can't score... Uh, I guess he's just got to be out here hurting people. I'm paraphrasing that a little bit. Well, yeah. look at Truba. He absolutely fires a missile into the net last night. This is a bomb. Turns around. Guess who he's looking at? Athenasiu. And look at the smile on his face when it clips back to him here in a second. He asks him, hey, you want the puck? You want it? Like, <laughs> can you imagine if Truba actually signed this puck and sent it over to the Chicago locker room? Look at this right here. Look at that smile. He's just, he's just, <laughs> he's so happy. I love it. It's hilarious. So the trash talking never ends. Uh, I'm sure at Tennessee is probably looking at this and going, yeah, it's, that is pretty funny. I guess he got me last night. So um, I love it, man. I'm all for it. And smiles are good in the NHL. Yeah, that is uh, great. And it really is a shame we won't see those two teams match up anymore uh, this season because I would love to see Chapter 3 in the Athens. See you and Truba Beef. Beef sells records, Mike's and Mike. And that was uh, some good beef over the weekend between those two. That's going to be a wrap on today's edition of Daily Faceoff Live. Shout out to Points Bet Canada and our friends at DoorDash as well as our technical producer, Alex Allard. Mike and I will be back tomorrow. So we'll talk to you at noon Eastern, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Daily Faceoff Live. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard 
cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.